previously on the Simply Human podcast. And like to, to sort of uh, flesh out the bell bottom analogy. Uh, yeah, wait, uh, hold on, <laughs> hang on. Let me let me let me reverse <laughs> abort abort analogy fleshing out. <laughs> it's episode thirty of the Simply Human podcast with your hosts Mark and Rick, two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it's a husband and wife chiropractic team, Mandy and Denny Warren. Then it's another, we're going to say funny edition of the Humans Being Human segment with my brother. We had Rick's brother on. Now it's my brother's turn, Jeff Rogers, uh, who, who has been on the show before. And we'll wrap up with our Simply Human Tip of the Week. How are you, Rick? I am awesome. How are you, buddy? I'm great. And, you know, after six months of podcasting, checking every day to see if we were in the top 300 in the in the fitness and nutrition rankings on iTunes, when I was on the uh, Paleo Lifestyle and Fitness podcast last last week, uh, on the, on, well, I guess on April 29th, whenever that is, uh, when this comes out. Um, and we got as high as number 16 and hovered, well, in, hovered in you're the, welcome, by the yes, way. Yes. And hovered in the twenties for a while. And right now we're like in the two hundreds, but Hey, th- that, that's awesome. And so we've got a lot more subscribers. So thank you to everybody that, that has subscribed to the show. Uh, and I, I maybe instead of tens of listeners now we can say that we have uh, dozens of listeners. Is that fair? I, I, yeah, I think we can go to dozens. Okay. Absolutely. Very good. Very good. Um, and so w- one thing, if you're new to the show, uh, and hopefully um, you... I think the first show of me just like talking for 30 minutes, and, and you can, it's like this. It's like, uh, I'm Mark Rogers. And, uh, I'm blah, blah. And, like you can't even hear me. I think that one's like somehow it's like off of iTunes. I don't know. And so I'm not really worried about it. Um, <laughs> it's so terrible. You can't even find it. Yeah. Anymore. iTunes is like, yeah, take that off. Um, but we, re- we release shows... On the on the on the multiples of seven every every month, so it's the seventh, the fourteenth, the twenty first, and the twenty eighth of every month. Um, so that's so that it's not like every Tuesday or you know like that. It's so it's four times a month every week, or and you know there's a little gap after the twenty eighth. The, there's just a few extra days in the month. Uh, and so uh, you know, and what what we're trying to do is just try to get some uh, some people on here, experts, non experts, talk about one of the four pillars of the simply human lifestyle, which is eat, sleep, move, and enjoy like a human. We do the humans being human segment, which is try to make you laugh, and then we have our simply human tip of the week. So very exciting that we have uh, we have some more listeners. Um, and uh, oh, you have anything, Rick? I have a few things that I was going to mention, but uh, you know, the- well, real quick, real quick, we've had a couple other reviews. Some of them were uh, ratings, just five apparently either I believe five star ratings, but they didn't leave any comments. So we're up to thirteen reviews. Hey, we have one new. Uh, written review uh and it's real quick uh five star rating from anna lynn and it is uh solid info delivered in an easily easily digestible manner <laughs> a little mm, fun there i got lots that. of laughs she says so Hun- thank you very much yes thank you whoever you are um my and- wife <laughs> <laughs> by the way I, I, very quickly for anyone who's new listening we like to get reviews they help us they help us climb the charts or what have you I'm uh, initiating a a review drive. All I want you to do is give us however many stars you feel like we deserve, one to five, on iTunes. It takes two seconds. And then you can write a big paragraph of what you like, or you can just put the word poop, P 
P-O-O-P. <laughs> it was butt. And now the number of stars. Yeah. We're changing it to, I feel like poop would be a far better one. So, yeah, more, uh, more applicable. Le- let's, let's, before next show, let's have some three or four that just say poop, poop on them. I, I would a, be entertained by that. With a one-star rating. <laughs> with a one-star rating with poop. That would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, a lot of cool and exciting things coming up on the Simply Human podcast. I interviewed John Durant, author of the Paleo Manifesto, Harvard grad, uh, uh, at huntergatherer.com. He's going to be on the show next time. I've got uh, sort of world-famous strength and conditioning coach Will Fleming, who has a top 10, top 20 uh, podcast, the Performance Podcast. He's going to be on the show. Uh, we've got Mike T. Nelson, who's an exercise physiologist. We've got Sarah Fergoso is going to be on the show. Dan Pardi, P-A-R-D-I of Dan's Plan, is going to be on the show. So a lot of cool stuff coming up. Uh, we need to get Rob back on, Rick, your brother, at some point. Um, yes, absolutely. So it's a it's a exciting uh, that we've got. Uh, you know, hopefully have keep the listeners, the new listeners that we've got. So uh, I'm actually I just found out that I'm going to be guest hosting or co-hosting. The Paleo Lifestyle Fitness Podcast a few times this month and in June uh, with Jason Sive. So that's going to be cool. So, uh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, so well. we just worked that out this morning. So, um, <clears throat> really, without uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get to the Warrens. Uh, we, we interviewed them, I guess, last week, wasn't it, Rick? Um, and just had a really cool yeah. conversation with them. They're great folks. They're up in Arkansas. Actually, went to chiropractic school with a with a buddy of ours that we knew from. Uh, uh, college and uh, so it's just I just randomly met them at, at Paleo FX and we got to talking and and they're on so it's kind of an everyman interview and kind of not because they're chiropractors and they they're really they're really good at what they do and, and have a lot of great information so find us online at simplyhumanlifestyle.com my wife actually started writing uh, at that website there's a simply human moms tab now uh, that she is, is bringing in a whole new sort of market uh, and, and readership. Uh, to the website so check that out Simple Human Moms or Simple Human Kids page we have links to the YouTube channel or Facebook page uh, you just put in Simple Human Lifestyle on Facebook I think we're up to close to 400 likes you know I'd like that to be 40 million likes um, maybe not that um, oh wow find me on Twitter or Instagram at Simply Human and then the number 52 for Simply Human 52 Email the show at simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com or email Rick at simplyhumanrick at gmail.com. So, without further ado, it's Mandy and Denny Warren, and we talked to the Warrens today about how chiropractic is not just about bad backs, energy flow, ear infections, morons, incontinence, (laughs) (laughs) apple cider vinegar, foam rolling, pregnancy and diet, eating reproductive organs, and connecting, Whoa. yeah, wow, and connecting with nature. Here's Mandy. Quite a and wide array here. <laughs> Joining us today on the Simply Human podcast, and this is kind of a, a combination Everyman series, but not because they're both chiropractors. Uh, we are joined by Denny and Mandy Warren, and I met them at uh, Paleo FX. And I guess y'all came up to me after my talk, and we just sort of talked, uh, started talking, and we figured out that uh, uh, we had a mutual friend, uh, and you guys actually lived in Abilene for a while when you guys were in school. So, uh, welcome to the podcast, and uh, I really appreciate your time today. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, having for having us. Cool. So let's just start off, and I'll let y'all sort of, uh, to, you know, decide who's going to talk. Uh, 
Uh, I, I don't want to get into all that. You know, they, I'll let y'all figure that out. I'm not going to meddle here. Um, I'm sure y'all have a system. But uh, what is the, uh, give us y'all's background. How did you get to where you are today? You know, start from kind of where, where y'all grew up and uh, where you are now. Uh, I actually did grow up in Texas. We never did live in Abilene, so we missed that in the conversation somehow. But I am from Texas, and Denny is from Arkansas. But he and I met in chiropractic school. And when I went into chiropractic school, I was just thinking chiropractic was really great for a non-invasive treatment for people who were in pain or just needed some help with different symptoms. And it was a great way to help people without having to use drugs or surgery. But it wasn't until after I was in school that I started to learn about the wellness side of chiropractic and got to see all the amazing benefits that that it could do. And that's when we also became interested in doing pediatrics and prenatal and doing a whole entire wellness program in school. And so we're pretty passionate about that side of our practice as well. And we teach workshops and continue to to approach it from a holistic perspective. And and just to clear the record before before you go, Denny. Yeah, obviously I, I messed that up. You guys never lived you didn't go to Hardin Simmons. You didn't live in Abilene. I'm thinking of did y'all <laughs> did y'all hear Chad Walding talk? He was a physical therapist at Paleo FX. He Went to physical therapy school <laughs> at Hardin Simmons, and so somehow in there, I got, I got it mixed up. So yeah, you all did not, you'll have not ever lived in Abilene. I would never want to put that on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mandy, Mandy's a Red Raider. She went to Lubbock. Okay, okay. And, and I went to a small private liberal arts college, Hendricks College in Conway, Arkansas. So cool. Yeah. Well, you know, my my um, my background is I come from a, a long line of doctors in my family, and my dad's a holistic dentist. And I've learned a ton from my dad. He, he's, he teaches doctors all around the world how to use supplements to help them heal and help them restore their body. And I saw a lot of people come to him from all around the world healing things like Crohn's disease. I mean, all different types of illnesses and diseases. And a lot of the stuff that he learned, he learned from a chiropractor. And so my oldest brother is also a chiropractor. It was just a natural fit that I wanted to go into something um, that could help naturally help people heal and be restored. Now I, are, now, I already yeah. have a good question for, for both of you, and uh, yeah, sure. I'm sorry to cut you off. Are you going to make up a lie about them like I did? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so both of you guys are from the moon. Tell me about that. Um, from someone like me who is somewhat uh, not – and I didn't realize that I'm not as familiar, I guess, with uh, chiropractic stuff until you guys are talking now. But it's not just about people that jack up their backs and car wrecks and stuff like that. There's a whole – like whole entire side of it, I guess. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, you know, because you think about it like this: the having a healthy spine is essential to having a healthy body because your spine protects the spinal column, which is really the lifeline of energy that flows from your brain. The nerve impulses that go down from your brain down the spinal cord out all the nerves that bring life to every part of your body. And if your spine is rotting and decaying under the forces of gravity or from injuries and traumas that you had throughout your life then it's going to damage that life flow, that energy flow through the spinal cord. It's going to damage that throughout the nerves, and that's going to affect your entire body. So it's, it's all about, it's more about prevention. Our focus is more about prevention and wellness. So what are some common things that you see uh, besides, you know, you know, oh, my back hurts, I'm falling, I can't get up. What are some common things that you guys treat other than that, just for people who aren't really familiar with, with that kind of stuff? 
We see a variety of things, but on the children's side, we see a lot of children uh, with ear infections and um, colic. We see a lot of babies with colic and torticollis. Uh, torticollis is where they get their head locked on one side and they can't turn the other direction. Um, it could be very severe. It could be minor. The, you know, the, the solution for that in surgery is to cut one of the muscles, this SCM muscle. And so that's something that oftentimes will clear up really quickly with just making sure everything is aligned for infants. We see a lot of pregnant moms. Uh, we're both certified in a technique called Webster technique, which is specific for pregnancy. And it, it's good throughout the entire pregnancy just to make sure the whole pelvis is aligned properly to allow for a, a smoother, easier birth. And there's, there's some research that, that's uh, positive as far as uh, that technique and, and taking care of someone throughout pregnancy and actually having a shorter labor time, which is, um, that's pretty big for a lot of moms. Yeah. Um, and then it's also great. We've had a lot of that technique is wonderful for, uh, babies that are in the breech presentation. Cause if, if you can align everything in the pelvis, oftentimes the baby will get uh, in the perfect position for birth so they can have a natural childbirth. And I want to talk about the Webster technique in, in a minute, but before we get too far away from the ear infections deal, um, cause you know, especially with small kids, like that's kind of seems to be one of those things. It's like, ah, ear infections are all over the place and they had an ear infection. And so here's your antibiotic. So what talk about sort of the bones in the ear and how an ear infection develops and what you can do to, to prevent them and then to treat them. Yeah. So from a chiropractic perspective, one of the most traumatic things that you go through is the birth process. And thankfully, most of us don't remember our birth process, but uh, even if it's a natural birth, but especially if it's a C-section, there can be a lot of strain and pull on that upper part of the spine. And the first bone of your neck actually sits very high up, higher than most people realize. It's it's basically if you poke right behind your ear, you can feel the side of your vertebra up there. And so most commonly in children, we find that that area can be misaligned or subluxated. And if that occurs, then there can be inflammation in that area. And if bacteria gets into the ear canal, then and there's inflammation in there, it's hard for that bacteria to drain out. And so what we do as chiropractors is we check that area to make sure that there's good movement in there. And then, of course, we approach it from the diet perspective, too, and address what the child is eating. Now, do you guys, uh, I sort of, uh, I guess I've read a little bit about the technique. Do you do like where you sort of, to move those bones, do you like pull on the earlobe? Is that something that you guys do or is it more of like a, a neck spine thing? Um, there's a lot of different chiropractic techniques. Most people don't realize that, you know, chiropractors, most people associate it with just like you're, they're going to go crack your neck, which isn't always the case. There's a lot of different techniques, especially for children. And children, it's very light pressure because their bones aren't fully formed yet. And you don't need very much to make a difference in the movement of their spine. So, yeah, there is some light pressure and there is some pulling around their ears, but it's all very gentle and nothing that's painful. Cool. Okay, so let's go back to the Webster technique, and this is something uh, that I'm very uh, interested in. It's sort of this idea that, you know, before I guess all of this intervention was was created in the birthing process, you know, a woman got pregnant, and she really, in order to you know survive her pregnancy, she had to continue moving around and squatting and. And using her muscles and and being mobile and taking her joints through you know naturally through a range of motion, and then 
as you sort of get to that pregnancy event, you're in shape, you know, you're ready for that event. Whereas today, it, like, it, it's sort of my view, and I could be wrong on this, so you have to correct me, but it's my view that there's a lot of sort of artificial intervention that has to take place because the pregnancy is now such an artificial uh, sort of unnatural pregnancy where it's like, you know, women, a lot of women nowadays is like, well, I'm pregnant, time to sit on the couch and eat chocolate for nine months. And so when you get to this, like the most physically demanding event of your life, you're, you have no like musculoskeletal or, or neurological hormonal sort of preparation for that. Is that, is that sort of what the Webster technique talks about? Is that, you know, talk about yeah, that. You know- the, the Western technique is mainly focused on the structural alignment, but, you know, I think all of those things play a factor in it. And have you, you guys might have heard, have you guys ever heard of Weston Price? Oh, yeah, Weston yes, Price, absolutely. Yes. Okay, awesome. So a lot of his research talks about how the actual, the pelvic bowl of the female, after we introduce processed foods, obviously our teeth were crooked, and that's the main thing he was observing, but also the pelvic bowl got smaller. So there are people that have a more difficult time now having the children or having birth than they used to in the old days where they could go out in the woods and then have a child and come back on their own. Um, so I think there's a nutritional component to it, but there's also definitely a deconditioning component to it where people just don't take care of their bodies the way we used to. There's not physically fit and not in shape. And so it, it affects every single part of it. But, you know, as far as Webster's concern is it's, it's main focus is just to help, uh, help the sacrum, help the pelvis, help all the ligaments from the sacrum and the pelvis that attach to the uterus, help all those things be properly lined. So that way you can give the baby the optimum room. Because if, if, if your sacrum is or your pelvis is torqued off to one side, that's going to pull on the ligaments that's attached to the uterus. And, and if a good analogy is think of like a balloon and you have different attachments to the side of the balloon and you just pull one side, it, it torques that whole balloon. And so there's not as much optimal room for the baby to move around inside of that uterus. And so by taking the stress off of that, by realigning everything, you take the stress off the uterus and you restore back that maximum um, maximum space for that child to move back into the right place. Cool. And uh, I guess, you know, sort of post-pregnancy, I, I'm wondering if you guys deal with any of like the incontinence where it's like, okay, well, incontinence, you had a baby, so now every time you laugh, you're going to pee on yourself. Like, is that is that something that is sort of, it doesn't have to be that way if you have a strong pelvic floor and your pelvis and sacrum and everything is in line? Yeah, for sure. That is a definitely a big component of making sure that everything is balanced because um, your body does a lot of work being pregnant and um, there's a lot of pressure put on different areas of your body for nine months at a time. And then a lot of women turn around and have babies pretty quickly afterwards before their body can fully recover. So that's a definite issue that's pretty pretty common. And so making sure that you have proper alignment and then specific exercises to work to strengthen the pelvic floor after birth are really important and before. Yeah, cool. Um, okay, so what, what are some other issues that maybe you've seen uh, in, in families and children? I know that's something that you guys really focus on. Like as far as, you know, you talked about prevention, and I think that's really the, the way that or the direction that healthcare needs to go is more prevention rather than treating disease. And, and so like what are some of the things like that you tell your families and, and the kids to do or, or, or things that you do to them to sort of uh, help out in that preventive uh, mode? Well, uh, another thing that we see often for kids is things like scoliosis as well. We work a lot with scoliosis and, and 
you know, the options in the medical route for scoliosis is wearing a brace if it gets severe enough. And then if it gets even worse than that, uh, doing a surgery where they put rods in your spine and fuse your spine to those rods. In, in chiropractic, there's it's probably less than 1% of the profession does this type of work, but it's working. We can actually work to actually improve scoliosis um, naturally without any type of surgery, any type of braces. And so that's, that's a pretty rewarding thing. And um, one thing that we do to help promote a whole lifestyle is we, we teach, we teach uh, proper nutrition. We, we teach paleo diet. That's the main thing that we teach. And so we, we've been certified by a guy named Dr. James Chestnut, who's the first uh, wellness certification in the entire profession of chiropractic. And so his whole, his whole certification is about epigenetics. I'm sure you guys have probably talked about epigenetics online here, haven't you? Uh, we, we actually haven't. And, and that, that is something that uh, I, I would like to get someone to speak more on. <laughs> more on. Uh, that's fitting for me. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> and maybe nice. if, uh, you know, if, if you could be that person. And, and so if, if, if I understand it right, uh, epigenetics is kind of, you know, stands for sort of quite literally beyond genetics. And it's like, you know, you have your genetics, your genetic code, and everyone has their genetic code, and that's that's a given. But how those genes are expressed is based on the environment that those genes are in. Is that is that sort of, am I on the right track? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, we, we hear a lot of things that, a lot of diseases and illnesses that we have today, we hear that they're their, their causes because of our genetics. It's something that runs in our family. So you're unlucky. You have these genes. Now you're going to have this illness. Well, if you look at, if you look at all the diseases we have, it's, it's close to like five, maybe 10% at the most, 10% of all of the illnesses are truly because of our genes. You know, a good example of a genetic disease is down syndrome or genetic syndrome. It's down syndrome. It's trisomy 21. The thing with that is you can detect if somebody has Down syndrome before they're even born. And then they're going to be born with Down syndrome. They're going to have Down syndrome their entire life, and they will die with it. There's never a day in that person's life where they're going to wake up one day and not have Down syndrome. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. That is truly genetic. But when you look at things like heart disease and cancer and diabetes and obesity, osteoporosis, when you look at all those different illnesses that we've been blaming on our genes for so long, these are things that we develop over our lifetime, and that's because of our epigenetics. So we, we, we have genes, and the reason why we went to the whole paleo diet is the, the American Journal of Medicine actually says genetically, all of us, we're all 99.99% identical, right? which is very identical. Our genes haven't changed in roughly 40,000 years. And so genetically, we have the same genes, virtually the same genes, as hunter-gatherer tribes. And as you guys probably know, these tribes don't have heart disease, they don't have diabetes, they don't have obesity, they don't have all these illnesses that we have. And so it made sense to me in going through this whole certification that if we have this beautiful blueprint for health, but we're not getting that health, we must be giving it ourselves different raw materials than our, our ancestors in the wild are giving themselves. And so, now what are some, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, what are some of the, what are some of the changes that you guys have seen in your own lives since you went? I mean, obviously, you guys have a medical education, so you're more kind of tuned in, I think, to your body than some, you know, Joe moron like me. So, Not what are more. some of the things that you guys have noticed that uh, in changes in you since you went paleo? For me, the biggest thing for me was allergies. Um, so I, I grew up taking a lot of supplements because my dad taught that, which they're wonderful, but I would have really bad seasonal allergies that would last about four months out of the year. 
not to be gross and nasty, but it, I would just be. Oh, you can. All no, you you can be gross and nasty. This is the simply human okay, podcast. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I just snot all over the place. The whites of my eye would actually start to swell up and look like puff paint. I could. I would have to lay oh. with a Kleenex on my Kleenex on my eyes, and I could never go outside. And and I, I got to the point where it's just it's just miserable. And usually, what I do is I just swallow all the snot. I would get sick about three weeks later and start to cough up everything again, get everything in my lungs. So. The biggest thing for me, I'd take supplements and it wouldn't even touch all my allergies. But it wasn't until I started to address the grain. Right? So I started to address the grains. And when I minimized the grains, it was a wheat allergy that I had that was the worst thing that was causing all of my other allergies. And so for me, that was the biggest thing, for, biggest change for me was now, I, I mean, I went from four months out of the year that were absolutely miserable down to about two weeks and then with some minor tweaks and things that we've done in the past couple of years i i might have a day where it's bad oh, man. but that's about it that's awesome yeah it just it's as amazing who, to me as, as someone who buys like claritin d like by the <laughs> uh by the 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 truckload i i hope that uh me eating this way will soon start affecting me because everyone's complaining really bad about allergies around here in central texas right now so for sure yeah, Mark, it, it's, you know, it, it's it's I amazing. Thought, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. thought that um, that allergies. I thought I got to this point where it's, you know this is just who I am. This is the way I'm always going to be. This is just who I am. I just have to accept it. And then finally, when I started changing my diet, that all improved. Yeah, it, it's cool. Like, well, I don't know if "cool" is the right word. It, it, it's just more amazing to me that like people will will look to their like parents or grandparents and be like, "Well, my parents had." blank or x or whatever it is that fill in the blanks like that's what i'm gonna have you know i just there's no out for me and it's like they just sort of use that almost as a as an excuse to just kind of do whatever they want like there's nothing i can do to change it and that is absolutely not the case and it's like people can look it's just crazy that people can with their own eyes you don't need to be a scientist to see this that the, all these diseases and these, you know, the, the degenerative diseases that have popped up in the last 50, 60 years, like it's, it's not, okay, what's causing those? Is it the things that have been around for our entire existence primarily, or is it the things that have, you know, been added into the mix in the last 50 or 60 years? Like, I just don't understand how, uh, you know, people can understand that wheat and sugar and processed foods you know, somehow aren't causing this and it's genetics or it's saturated fat or it's things that have been around forever. I, I just like how people can't make that connection sometimes is, is frustrating to me. And you know, that, that whole belief system of believing it's all something that you inherited, there's just no hope into in that belief system and having no hope is not a good state to be in because then you're just, you're helpless, you're a victim and you can't get out of it. You just have to take a drug or take a medication or, or do a surgery. Whereas, when you understand the science of epigenetics, and we can go into that in detail another time if you'd like, but if, when you understand the science of epigenetics and the real potential that we have with our lifestyle choices, it, there's a lot of hope in that. And that's what's fun is seeing people's light turn on and seeing people have that hope be restored back in their body. Right. Now, guys, is that something that's frustrating being in like medical professionals? Not, not only frustrating from the standpoint of you know, typical Joe American six pack who's diabetes runs in my family. I might as well eat a hundred donuts is that I imagine that's probably incredibly frustrating, but as well as like the way the traditional way, the last 40, 50, 60 years, the medical 
educational establishment has handled issues like this. Is that something that's frustrating to you guys? You said diabetes like Milford Brimley just then, by the way. That's uh, that's my standard like mocking use of the word di- oh, diabetes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, so to, to answer the question, sorry. It is frustrating, especially when we have people who come in here who have ha- dealt with, you know, XYZ symptom for 20 years and they've been taking medication and they've been in pain and just, you know, it has affected their life. And then, you know, with starting care and with learning the information that we teach in our workshops, they're a totally different person. And it's, you know, it's awesome to see that, and we're so happy for those people, but at the same time, they had 20 years that they suffered, you know, supposedly doing everything that they could possibly do to treat their disease or their symptom. So, you know, that just lights a fire into us that there's a lot of work to do, and that's why we're passionate about the lifestyle approach and really being teachers and and just reaching out as, as much as we can because the information that they're getting out outside is not the right information that must be really uh really a great feeling on your end to see like this light bulb go off over people's heads that have struggled with these issues for like you said you know two or three decades and all of a sudden they do you know they 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 follow your advice and they get immediate relief that must be really fulfilling for you guys it is amazing we we feel very blessed to be in this profession and and to get to see miracles happen on a daily basis it's very rewarding that's really awesome. Now, uh, we, we talk, we've talked a lot about other people, but I am a, uh, I, I am a selfish person. I want to know what things can do for me, for Rick. So uh, you guys, I, I love talking to doctors because, and, and people, medical professionals, because it's like what are, they are the ultimate sources of, uh, of the good knowledge. I am a stupid person. I will do whatever a doctor <laughs> tells me to. If someone just tells me that a doctor, I will do that. So you guys tell me, what are some things that you do for yourselves that I can adapt immediately to me today? Uh, like, I don't know, like some life hacks, if you want to call it that, that I can do to be more healthy today. You know, so a couple things. Um, first thing, when we wake up in the morning, we'll have some spring water that has um, Himalayan rock salt in it. And the reason why we put that in is because it's a multi-mineral supplement. It's coming straight from the Himalayan mountains and it's, it's got 84 different minerals. That's a great one to put in first thing in the morning. And we also use apple cider vinegar. That's one of the hacks for me that really helped with my allergies. Um, I just do about a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar in a full glass of water. We start our day with that every single day. Yeah, Rick, you should really- try that. I've, I've actually done that before and actually I did it for like a year straight and I still yeah. do it every now and then. So that, that you should try that, Rick. This is a really stupid question, but does it taste like vinegar? It does. Yeah, but you know okay. what? After a while, you start to get used to it, and you kind of like it and look forward to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, how about I commit right now to one straight month of doing that every day? Done. Nice. And again, okay. don't do not do it straight. You yeah, will, it'll you will die. It'll burn your insides yeah. out, man. If you... So do it with a glass of water, like yeah. a full glass of water. Yeah, just, yeah, a, just I would, a smidge. Yeah, I would dilute it. Yeah, okay. and I, so now like I when I make my bone broth, I will uh, you know fill it up with water, and let it soak in some apple, like I maybe put like a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar in and sort of leach all the minerals out into the water before I start cooking it. It's really cool. Like you should Google apple cider vinegar and just check out all the really cool things that it does. Um, yeah. There's so, so many good things. Yeah. So many good things. Another thing we do often is we, um, 
you're probably doing this, but the foam roller, that's a wonderful thing. You, you like to work out and exercise a lot. The foam roller is excellent. I'm, we just, also have, I'm just getting into foam rolling. I'm getting back into running longer distances now, so I'm just starting to get back into foam rolling. So he that's went, good. He was initially putting nice. like little foam balls like up his shirt and just rolling around on the floor. He didn't understand like what foam rolling was. <laughs> so I've had to kind of coach him up on what foam rolling is exactly. So. He's very good, literal. Good, yeah. Get him straight. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the other thing we use, have you guys ever heard of yoga therapy balls? We really like those a lot. Uh-huh. I have not. Tell uh, me about well, it. it's, it's, it's two balls in a little sack. And, hey, now. Uh, hey, the Simply Human Podcast. Keeping it real, guys. <laughs> it's now complete. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you use it. You can put it on either side of your spine. You can roll up and down your entire spine. It's really good for opening up your shoulders, um, all your traps, your lats. It's it's really good for your rotator cuff muscles, but it's great for the piriformis muscle in, in the glutes. Um, so that's that's one thing we do with the foam roller on a regular basis because we like to we like to exercise and work out too, and that's something that really keeps us nice and lean and, and loose. Yeah, and if you hit them really hard, your vo- your voice will go up in pitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay okay sorry i had to i had to do i had to do one yoga therapy balls joke um <laughs> just real quick i know we're i God, these things always go by so fast we just have a few more minutes and i have one question that i that i ask every guest on the podcast but um just go back to uh, uh pregnancy and pregnant women what are some of the things that you guys tell like if a woman is trying to get pregnant or is pregnant what are some things that you tell them as far as like maximizing their health during the, the attempting period and then the uh, uh, the actual pregnancy? Well, it's great to address the diet perspective, you know, before they get pregnant and, of course, during your pregnancy. And so there is a book called Nourishing Traditions um, that uses some of the principles that to help infertility that, that has some great concepts in it. You know, a lot of a lot of tribes. What they would do six months prior to conception is they would start to eat the organs uh, of the repro- reproductive organs of their of the animals that they would eat, huh. and that really is high in fats. It's you know they eat a lot of eggs, the, eat the testes. So I'm not, I'm sure a lot of people are not going to want to eat the testes of the well, animals. But Mark would. <laughs> yeah, I probably would. Yeah, the fries. But, you know, they they would do that six months prior, and that would that would give their body and their uterus and their eggs and the sperm the best nutrients possible so that their epigenetic expression is expressing the most vital, the most healthy sperm. Uh, and then that way they can, when they combine, it produces the best offspring possible. Cool. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, okay. So yeah, I'm sure there was a joke in there about the attempting to get pregnant, uh, point, but that's neither here nor there. Um, oh, Mark, when a man practice. loves a woman, uh, <laughs> yeah, how does that work, guys? <laughs> a lot of practice. Yeah, right. yeah naked hug, and then uh, things happen. <laughs> <Naked> <laughs> hug. Oh man, uh, that reminds me of a book that I recently found in like my my childhood oh. stuff. That was like it was like a cartoon book, like explaining <laughs> that process, and it was horrible, absolutely horrible, uh, traumatic. Um, okay, so this is the last thing, and I asked this to everybody, and you both have to answer. Um, and it is, you know, the four pillars of the simply human lifestyle, eat like a human, move like a human, sleep like a human and enjoy life like a human. So part of the enjoy, uh, life thing, I'm going to ask you, uh, what is something that you enjoy about life or something that you do to make life more enjoyable? 
one thing I love to do is uh, get out in nature. I love to hike, love to bike. Uh, we have some great trails around here. And, and so from, you guys have probably heard of the concept grounding or earthing. I, I love to get back in nature and get connected to nature. That's one thing that really helps me feel grounded and really helps me enjoy life. Cool. Yeah, the grounding. I, I try to get uh, barefoot on the grass or dirt uh, at least once a day. And that's a whole nother... We, we, we need to have you back on and just do like a grounding epigenetics episode. Love it. Great. Okay, yeah, Mandy. Yeah, I kind of feel, feel the same way. Fortunately, we're, uh, we're in this together. and We both like to be outdoors. But just really taking that time first thing in the morning to connect to the earth and to just give gratitude for the day and, and visualize the day and it's fun for me. I really enjoy that. Cool. Cool. Well, okay. Tell people, um, you know, where they can find you promote yourself real quick. Our website is generations H W C, which stands for, um, generations health and wellness center.com. And I also have a little flu, <laughs> flu, no, not really flu food <laughs> blog that I dabble with, um, every now and then called eating innately.com eating innately.com cool i'll put those in the show notes and yeah you hopefully it's not like eat my food and you are sure to get the flu that is uh, <laughs> <laughs> like no one would eat any of your food just what you want yeah exactly. the exact opposite yeah <laughs> cool well that's great stuff guys and i appreciate it we'll have uh, we'll link to all that stuff in the show notes and i'm glad that we connected and uh sounds like we're gonna have you back on uh in the future to talk more uh, about epigenetics and some other things. And so I really appreciate your time and thanks for joining us on the Simple Human Podcast. Any any last uh, thoughts, Rick or Mandy or Denny? Well, I just, it's, it's interesting to me as someone who is fairly new to all this, I would say within the last probably eight months, uh, uh, just kind of opening my, broadening my horizons. I thought, uh, you know, I knew what there was to know about life, but talking to people that have a different perspective, it's it's always very interesting. So thank you guys very, very much for, for, for showing us you know, kind of what you guys think about stuff. Absolutely. Thanks for having us on. You know, I, I, we were looking at your website as well, and we really appreciate the information that you're giving out to people too. Sounds like we're on a very similar mission and similar path to change lives. So we, we appreciate what you guys do as well. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast. Thank you, Mandy and Denny Warren. Uh, and like we said, we would love to have them back on and talk about some of those things, epigenetics and some other things that we didn't really get a chance to really get deep into. So a uh, great couple. Check out their website. We will uh, link to it in the show notes. It's generationshwc.com, all one word. And then she's also got a blog at eatingandnightly.com, which she mentioned, and we will put those uh, in the show notes. So check them out. All right, it is now time for the Humans Being Human segment with Jeff Rogers. And we do need to say, leading into this, about what, <laughs> about, eight, about eight minutes in, the the topic takes a turn to the, how, what would you say, uh, very, very innocent, sexual. I would say slightly juvenile. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to say like. I don't like, know how you put it. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a, basically, it's like a, a 12-year-old, 13-year-old uh, what, going into the adolescent stage and like making how, okay how about, how about this it's, it's, it's not safe for work or not safe for children as we'll ever get on this podcast yeah, we yeah. don't exactly throw out a, a very explicit right. you know f-bomb or something but yeah, like yeah. Uh, so if you're listening in your cubicle at work out loud eh, maybe turn it down or you yeah. got your kids around eh, yeah and if you've ever maybe consider 
Turn them off. If you've ever been a, a pubescent boy uh, or are one, <laughs> you will find this story probably pretty funny. That we get, we tell a few things it, before, but that one's probably one of my top two or three stories we've done so far. And I probably overlapped like a hyena, but man, I was no. dying over here. I tell you, anytime that I I play our, our stuff, you know, the kids thing or something, and your laugh just it, it's just awesome. It kills me. So well, I love you too, Mark. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Um, <laughs> I love you, Sam. All right, so here is <laughs> here is my brother, my oldest brother, Jeff Rogers, uh, from Astoria, New York, uh, telling, reminiscing on some childhood memories. Today, I literally stuck a thermometer up her butt, and she pooped like after five days, like um, the amount of like a grown man, which is oh, uh, whoa. welcome which is, uh, in which to is the. Very good. Welcome into the humans being humans segment. Um, much <laughs> much as I did to Rick and Rob, I uh, started recording right when Jeff talked about uh, his infant daughter uh, and her constipation issues. So, awesome. Well, Jeff, the, the good news is with your seven-week-old, they're at the age still where like you can put her on the ground and be like, "All right, well, stay there. I'm gonna go to the I'm, I'm gonna go to the liquor store, and you can leave and go to the liquor store and come back and." She hasn't moved at all, so they pretty much babysit themselves at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's greatness. And uh, okay, so Jeff Rogers on uh, he has been on a couple of simply human podcasts, humans being human segments. One, he told a story of uh, an accidental nerve-ending nipple cutting, and mm. another story about um, uh, a guy leaving a bottle of pee on his living room counter or table coffee table uh unintentionally which so, i i love i love that story by yeah. the way that was awesome <laughs> jeff just just throw it away just don't try to throw the whole entire container yeah. in the yeah. trash please if, if you don't know what we're talking about I, I think that was back early it was uh i don't even know what that that one was called i'll put it in the i'll link to it in the show notes uh in, in case you're wondering okay. what that yeah. what that show was so what we're get basically going to do what we did with with rick's brother rob uh, uh for a couple of weeks was just basically sort of bounce stories off of each other and really like the more you and jeff you and i texted kind of back and forth that was sort of how we were gonna gonna do it so let's just okay. and rick and rick you'll probably be in on these as well because you were in a I'm, lot of, I would probably be on, on most of them yeah, yeah. but the, see I love the hearing the like I'd never heard the pee in yes. the bottle story so like Jeff is a <laughs> Jeff is a very I think storytelling runs in families and it definitely runs in your blood both of you so and Brad <laughs> your other brother so uh, I, I'm looking forward to hearing something that may I, net, I may not have heard before <laughs> and if and if storytelling you mean uh, going to, to movies by yourself then definitely Brad has the storytelling uh, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> or other or eating, don- or eating a donut sticks after it's like four hour gym workout and be like i'm not getting big like arnold what's well the okay that is like that's actually good my my brother our other brother jeff's twin is very large i just saw him this weekend again and he is he's really focusing he, on he's humongous it's amazing oh, Dude, the last time i guy. saw him the last time i saw him was literally uh two years ago from almost today when we all went and ate at uh, Taco Diner, oh, yeah. and he was like 160 and like ripped, like yeah. straight out yeah. of a P90X commercial. I yeah. was like, man. He, yeah, he fluctuates. He does different things. He's he's a well. Anyway, he in his I guess what Jeff was it like freshman or sophomore year in high school. He like our parents would give us lunch money, and so he would he saved his lunch money by by only buying donut sticks 
for like a year, <laughs> all he ate was donut sticks for lunch and saved his money to buy a weight set. So it's like, yep. <laughs> it's, it's like, like trying to buy like uh, it's me and Mark. We used to work with a guy who uh, who bought. You know who it is. I won't say his name, but he bought a mountain bike with Marlboro miles. <laughs> it's like the ultimate contradiction. Yeah. Like, oh, thank God, I had this weight set I bought with donut sticks. Yeah, it's and like, I'm too fat. To yeah, use yeah. It. It's like if you oh. if you hadn't eaten donut sticks for a year, you wouldn't need a weight set. You would be in in decent condition. <laughs> Um, but uh, well, he literally did one bench press session on it, and that was that was it. And we much. sold it in a garage sale three yeah. years later. Yeah, that was. Pretty <laughs> much. I think I think I probably used it. I used to put on when I was like in eighth grade. I used to put on the Doobie Brothers' Greatest Hits and work out to it. So you know, I wasn't nice. getting a very good workout. Uh, Man, that is the la- that's almost as lame as me listening to John Mayer when I'm going on long runs. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, one one story we can tell is we used to go over to Rick's uh, in the summer and swim. And we we, oh, probably, we probably drank thirty Dr. Peppers between the like the three or four of us a day, and we would we would instead of throwing them in the trash, we would we would uh, sink them in the bottom of your hot tub, and so there was just like eighty <laughs> yeah, like, empty uh, Dr. Pepper that, that cans. Was what we did like our plan in the summertime, and there were times where we had summer jobs and other things, but like literally the like the schedule. If you would have looked at the day planner, it just says. Mark and Rick come to Jackson, or Mark and Jackson, that's our other buddy Jackson, and Jeff and Brad come to Rick's house at like 10 a.m. And it's, then, like, it just yeah. penciled in on the day planner, swim like an arrow all the way down <laughs> to like 6 p.m. Yeah. And just every single day, the same thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, speaking, and speaking of Jackson, oh, uh, who is, uh, Jackson is, I guess, dead to us. So, uh, uh, yeah, I texted him <laughs> on his birthday. I, I told you this. I texted him on his birthday. I didn't even get a response, so I don't know. Maybe he changed oh. phone numbers. His yeah. wife made him or something. He's in a he's in a new like you know world richness bracket. So he's above us all. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, we're the we're the lowlies. We're um, just poor people. Okay, so Jeff, another <laughs> another one that that we had talked about, and Rick, I don't know if you've ever heard this story, but uh, we had a trampoline in our backyard, and there was no safe. It wasn't one of these trampolines that was sunk into the ground so you couldn't fall off of it, or with a big net around it. It was just a trampoline, an old trampoline with rusty springs that would like, like if you were, they would just shoot off, and you would yeah, have you got it like a, you got it like second hand. Yeah, you bought it second hand from a circus, and it's like all rusty, and like uh, oh, yeah. three quarters of the springs are missing. Yes, I didn't. You know what? Oh, yeah. To be honest with you, I'm not sure I've ever been in your guys' backyard of the house you grew up in. I was just thinking that. I've never I don't think I've ever been in the backyard. You were in the driveway cuz I have a Tony Dumas uh, <laughs> yeah, video. Yeah, you do. I was oh, yeah. in the driveway. Yep, yep, yep. So, okay, so we're all Proof. we would jump up there all three of us. You know, there was no like one at a time rule. We would all three get up on this no trampoline. No safety rules or anything. Yeah, yeah mom and, and dad just kind of let us do whatever and, we wanted. Yeah. And, and just, just jump up and down basically. And and like <laughs> wrestle and and you know Brad trying to push us off and all this stuff. Yeah, well, it, fight and get fights. Yeah. And, <laughs> it, at one point I, I don't know. I was probably Jeff. How old was I? And maybe like nine, eight or nine, seven, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah. I fell off and landed like on my like just flat on my chest. I guess my legs maybe have had gotten like you know. So like the way I imagined it, like I landed on my chest and my toes like touched the ground like over my head, like I was bent backwards. I'm sure it wasn't that bad, but it knocked the wind out of me. And the, it was the first time I'd ever gotten the wind knocked out of me, and uh, I didn't I, know it was going on. Yeah, I thought I was, I thought I was dying, and I still remember yeah. looking oh, over. Man. We well, had we thought you were dying too. Yeah, because you, you you had a panic-stricken look on your face, and it was very concerning. We both like jumped down, and we were like, 
Are you okay? Find a shovel, Brad. Hurry up. Yeah. Well, the way the way I, the way I remember it, y'all y'all both y'all kind of jumped out the trampoline, and sort of rolling your eyes, like, oh, okay, crybaby doughboy is Aww. is crying again. Well, I remember we, Jeff. Do you remember we had that like basketball that had like a ghoul's face on it? Oh yeah. That? So that was like kind of deflated over in the corner of the of the yard, and I remember looking at that. That was like what I was focusing in on, thinking this is the last thing that I'm going to the see. The last thing I'm going to see. Trying, yeah. trying desperately to hang on to your dear life. You're like. I have to find an object that I know is in the real world, and just don't yeah. let go of it, man. Just yeah. don't let go. Well, don't go to the light. So, so don't Jeff, go into the light. so Jeff jumps down, and he's like, "Are you okay? Like, are you know, get up, wuss boy." And the 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 only thing is, I'm sitting there thinking that I am nearing the end of my young life. The only thing I could I could uh, squeak out was this. I said, "Tell mom and dad I love them." <laughs> <laughs> That's your last okay. one? Yeah. You couldn't okay, come buddy. up with something like, uh, you know, ask not what <laughs> you can do, your country can do for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was tell mom and dad love. And, you know, I can, I can imagine you guys sort of like rolling your eyes and it's like, get up, you're fine. And then, like, you know, a second later, I get my wind and I'm like, okay, I'm good. Let, let's get back up on I'm the I'm good. Oh, wow. That was weird. Yeah. Thought I was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I remember the first time I ever lost uh, lost my breath. Uh, there was this thing. I was in the fourth grade, and there was this playground toy. I don't remember exactly what the deal was with it, but we modified it to the point where, like, we clearly weren't playing on it like we were supposed to. You would grab with, like, on one side with your hands, and then you would swing down and basically, like, pivoting, like, swing with, like, your basically, like, your feet is the pendulum and, like, attach with your arms. Well... I didn't have a tight enough grip, and I let go with my feet, and I literally, from like six feet up, went straight uh, down and landed straight like a belly flop on the ground, and oh. I thought I was going to die. Oh. <laughs> well, hey. It's a terrible feeling. Terrible. I Almost the exact place that, Mark, you fell. I remember I was over at that tree next to the trampoline, and there was a dead branch, like, kind of way up, and I had, like, sort of shimmied up the trunk, and I had grabbed that dead branch. I was like, hey this is gonna hold my weight so i like sit way up on it and like brought my feet way up and i was gonna try to go and just snapped and i fell flat like flat on my back and uh yeah well oh, why did you do that i can't i can't believe we're already at 10 minutes uh but there's and, and no, I, I actually hadn't of all the texts we've gone back and forth uh this this story didn't enter enter my brain and as rick was just telling that last story i thought in my head could this be one that i could tell and, I, and i've decided i'm gonna tell it Oh, and well, okay. by, by all means, enlighten us. And okay, so full dis <laughs> full disclosure: if little children are listening to this, there is a, a reference to a male body part in this story. So <laughs> fast forward. Oh, oh no! Oh man, that is always the way that the best stories yeah. start off. Okay, oh, so yeah. here here it goes. So Jeff, <laughs> Jeff always had like <laughs> the long uh, term girlfriend. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. That's where I thought you were <laughs> the uh, male body part was. No, Brad. <laughs> me, and, yeah. me, and, me and Jeff at the same time were like, oh, tell yeah. me more. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Jeff's wiener is always pretty big. <laughs> that's that's not what I was saying. It, it Okay, so <sighs> Jeff had a girlfriend. Mercy. This is probably, Jeff, you were probably, and if, if, if you were older than a freshman, don't correct me because it will make me look bad. You were probably a freshman. Don't correct me. And you were dating a girl for a, for a while, and we had been out somewhere as a family. And so my dad is driving, mom is in the passenger seat, 
Brad and I are in like the middle bucket seats, and Jeff and his girlfriend, who will remain nameless, not like the Shelly Zadina shout out uh, that we, made, <laughs> that was which awesome. she listened to the show and was dying laughing. Um, Jeff's girlfriend wasn't. We're in. They were in the back seat, and we were like in. We I don't know. We were probably forty five minutes away from her house. We were taking her home after whatever event we were at. Well, Jeff and his girlfriend. We were like or something. Yeah. Jeff and his girlfriend were back there. I mean, just mugging down. I mean, like tongues in mouths, like slobber noises, the whole making thing. the making the wide turn at first, digging hard for a second there. <laughs> well, and, oh yeah. Well, yeah, and and it, it, hands were relatively in safe places, but it was just like yeah. mouth full mouth to mouth, throat to throat contact. Well, well, the ridiculous thing that about that is that was the first time that ever happened, like in the van with my entire. Family. Oh, really? Yeah, I see. I didn't know that. That was like the first time y'all oh, made man. it. Desperate, you have to be as like a adolescent, like boy. It doesn't like, matter. Oh, I'm a chance. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, uh, remember the first time we ever made out real heavy? Yeah. Mom and Dad, you guys were there. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, Brad, yeah, and Jeff and Brad and Mark. Grandma. Yeah. Yep, yep. Is it my yeah. grand? Is it my grandmother's funeral <laughs> in the back seat? <laughs> So, so okay. So I'm keep in mind I'm in seventh grade, just coming into the old uh, pubescent age, and so I really hadn't had a girlfriend to this point. So I am sitting right in front of this uh, debauchery, <laughs> like <laughs> listening and trying to like look in the window, like the reflection to to watch, because I'm like, this is awesome. weirdo. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I I think this is like the greatest thing ever. So. <laughs> We get we get to her house. I think, we, I think we all figured out what happened to Mark, by the way, psycho, from a psychological standpoint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so we we get to her house. He they walk her up, or Jeff walks her up, says goodbye, gets back in, and as we're driving away, you know, of course, the whole time, mom and dad, like mom's looking at dad, like, are you going to do anything about this? And dad's looking at mom, like, I, I don't know, like, what do we do? Like, what do we say? Like, <laughs> he's like adjusting the rearview mirror. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we tilted back just a little bit. Yes, ex- exactly. <laughs> So so finally, like you know, it's t- she's she's out of the picture. It's just the five of us, and Dad kind of turns around and he's like, "Well, hey, Jeff, <laughs> what was that all about? I'm, I'm sure you have a boner now." <laughs> and, I, and before and before <laughs> listen and before. <laughs> And listen, before anybody could say anything, before Jeff could respond, before mom could could chime in, I said, well, I don't know if Jeff has a boner, but I sure do. (laughs) So awkward. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. I have never heard that before. No, that's horrible. Oh, man. That is great. I was feeling pretty like good about it because I was like, that was not the reaction. I don't even know if I was like aware of anyone else in the car at that moment, but no. I think like a little while after that, it happened again, and then Dad like full out yelled at me after. Yeah, he was yeah. like, "If you ever do that again, I swear." <laughs> he's like, "I'm sick." He's like, "I'm sick of getting motors while I'm driving." <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get gas. Get stand up straight. <laughs> Meanwhile, like I would never yeah. even dream of like even holding hands in front of a, a a woman, not even my own wife, in front of my dad. It's, yeah. 
well, seriously. Like I'm, embar- I'm no, embarrassed like- for my dad to even look at my children because they, I'm like, oh, he knows. <laughs> he knows I've been with a woman before. <laughs> There's only one way that this could happen. Yeah. Oh, well, we but, uh, there, there are several more that I wanted to get to, but we're already at almost 16 minutes, and uh, oh. so. So we're gonna I just wrap. Thought of another gym too. Well, hold on. We're let's wrap this one up, and maybe we'll have you on again in the in the near future. Is that will that work? And then, uh, so Jeff Rogers, thank you for being on the humans being human segment, and good luck with your constipated young baby. Well, she's not constipated anymore, so that's <laughs> yes. good. Yeah, yeah, we we fixed that <laughs> problem. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jeff. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. All right. I hope uh, I hope the B word wasn't too much for some people and doesn't doesn't turn anybody off. A different B off. word if you're. Well, I guess you're not listening to this out of order, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, hopefully that wasn't too cross the line. We try to keep it um, relatively clean on the show, other than you know all the poop stories. Uh, but uh, and come Jeff. Jeff has we, we recorded another another one. Uh, speaking of poop, um, about something that my <laughs> other brother did to him while he was on the phone with his girlfriend. That is just let's not don't don't, don't I'm don't, not gonna don't, say don't, it. Don't I'm not gonna say it. But story. it is yeah. just awesome. Uh, it, and I can't believe that's not one of the first stories I thought of when I when I had this show as a as a inkling in my brain. Twinkling my funny brain. stories with your funny stories with your brother and your family. It's a target rich environment. There's always very <laughs> funny stuff going on. There. Yes. All right. Well, um, before we before we wrap up here, we're, we're going to do our simply human tip of the week, which this week is don't starve yourself. Three words, and I'm gonna that's hmm. going to be in all caps. And and where that stems from is I met with a with a buddy of mine um, this last week, and I hadn't seen him in a while, and I saw him. And he looked very, you know, he'd lost a lot of weight. And I said, I said, oh man, you look great. How much weight have you lost? We started talking about that. And I said, you're not starving yourself, are you? And he's like, no, 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 no. I have not starved myself, blah, blah, blah. So, okay, so we started talking about some other stuff. Well, then the conversation came back to sort of his method of losing weight. And basically, he'd been eating 1,000 calories a day. And, God. And, and it's like, no, it's kind of like face palm. Like, no, you are starving yourself. That is no. That is not a sustainable way to live. And he was like, yeah, I don't have any energy, so I haven't been working out. And it's just like, <laughs> I feel God. terrible all the time. Yeah, I'm a great looking corpse. Exactly. Like, if you if you think starving yourself is, and when I say starving yourself, that like consciously creating a a negative like a or a calorie deficit. Is, is basically starving yourself. Like the whole idea of calories in, calories out, and you have to you know create a calorie deficit is just wrong. And and you shouldn't be hungry all the time. And you're going to get irritable and you're going to be just... To, like if you do like a zero-carb diet in like six or seven days, you're going to you're gonna be like the worst person on earth to want to want anyone want to be around. Uh, well, and I've got some experience. But like I've tried just about everything there is to try. And for a very long time, I did like a 1,500-calorie diet. And it, at some point, I stopped losing weight. I plateaued because your body adjusts to that. And you stop losing weight because right. it's not healthy. Yeah. And so I, I chopped it down to 1,200 calories a day and I'm working out I'm working I was a grown adult man and man I'll tell you you'll, you'll get results off that absolutely you will lose some weight yeah. off something like that however it is not when we say not sustainable long term that's exactly what we mean you cannot do it as a plan for you know an indefinite like I will eat like this forever it, it only lasts a couple of months until you get so hungry or so devoid of energy you have to start eating food again because you need food and the second that I'm telling you, the abs- the day that you stop doing 
1,200 or whatever that your low number is, number of calories a day, and you start eating some more because you're hungry and you need to eat more, you are going to blow up like a balloon. Yeah. It, hap- it, it happens to everybody who does it. That's why uh, there's all this literature about you know yo-yo dieting and people like, oh, well, you, know, you can do slim fast. Slim fast is great. You can lose weight doing slim fast, but as soon as you stop doing slim fast, you become fat fast. Because your metabolism uh, You blow up has, like a balloon because your metabolism right. gets used to burning hardly anything. Your body goes into starvation mode, into survival mode. Oh, well, I'm only taking in a small amount of food. Well, I'll stop burning energy. And so when you start taking in more food, your body is used to running on no food. And so you can't burn any energy. And then what happens is, oh, I, I, I've started eating 1,500 calories a day and I'm gaining weight. So that must mean that I'm eating too much. So then I'm going to eat 1,000 calories. And so... So then it's just like that's what the yo-yo is. Then then you, you yep. starve yourself again to lose weight. Then your body slows down even more. Then you gain it back even more. Even if you're eating healthy foods, your body is just completely damaged metabolically. So here's a tip. Don't starve yourself. And if you think you're starving yourself and you don't know if you are or not, email me and let me know. And let's let's have an email conversation. And uh Absolutely. And, and figure Absolutely. out if you're starving yourself or not. So one other thing, speaking of getting nutrients and starving yourself, um, there is, uh, you know, uh, the the Caltons who have been on the show before, Jason and Mira Calton. Yeah. They they were on uh, they were on with Sanjay Gupta, I think, uh, here just a, a few days ago, or they recorded with him anyway. They have sent me some of their multivitamin, the nutrients. I've talked about it before on the show, and I've been using it since about February. There is a a simply human coupon code. Um, that if you want to check them out, I will I will link to them in the show notes. It's caltonutrition.com. Uh, and then you and then like you go to the nutrients deal and I'll, I'll put all that in the show notes. But if you put in dollar sign ten, so dollar sign one zero, simply human, all one word, you get ten dollars off. And and I I mean I'm not a big supplement multi, well, I say supplement. Right now I'm supplementing with like creatine and protein and stuff because I'm trying to put on mass, but I'm I'm not a huge multivitamin fan just because the studies have shown they haven't been very absorbable and there's all these things, but but if you go to their website and watch some of their videos, I really think they've they've hit on something uh, with this nutrients uh, multivitamin. So check out caltonutrition.com, uh, check it out in the show notes, and and that's the and I'll put the coupon code in the uh, in the show notes as well. So um, yeah, so don't starve yourself uh, and get get lots of good nutrients. So Rick, anything else uh, coming to mind before we wrap up the show? Uh, no, I think that's a great uh, tip of the week, and it's something that you know the world, especially the United States, we're getting fatter and fatter and fatter. And people are trying to find a way, you know, it, this is to eat in a in a the simply human way is the most sustainable way. It's enjoyable because you're eating good food, you're never hungry, and you will abs. If weight loss is what you want, you will absolutely achieve weight loss. I promise you. I promise you from experience. So it's there's just there are easier ways to do it than weighing and counting and all this and that you don't need to do that okay yep. just eat Stop it like a human yeah it's great cool all right well thank you for all our, our new listeners and subscribers i know, know there's a lot of, of choices out there uh, podcast radio tv and just thank you for making us part of your day uh so coming up next time it is john durant author of the paleo manifesto and uh just a a great guy brilliant guy we have a really fun conversation uh we talk about infectious disease and uh 
dare I say, uh, sex with animals. And if that intrigues you, dare dare you say, yeah. Indeed. So if that if that intrigues you, and it's obviously not advocating that. Hang on, hang on. If it intrigues you, you're probably a weirdo. But yeah. Like, if, you, or, yeah. <laughs> if, if, it's, if you think that might possibly be funny, how about that? Yeah, yeah. If that if that intrigues you, please <laughs> stop listening. <laughs> Next we're, now. We're, we're, we're gonna, we've just went past the simply Sasquatch. Now we're gonna go past the. Simply bestiality in section <laughs> on uh, iTunes. Well, I guess that could simply Sasquatch. That could that could be included in that as well. <laughs> so yeah, not not what you're thinking, but it, it really it, and you'll you'll understand next week. Uh, so so make sure to tune in. Uh, you can find us online at simplyhumanlifestyle.com. Links to the Facebook page, YouTube channel, Simply Human Kids, and Simply Human Moms page are at that site. Follow me on Twitter or Instagram at simplyhuman52. You can email the show questions, concerns, comments, simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com. And you can email Rick at simplyhumanrick at gmail.com. Please leave us a review. Good or bad, any publicity is good publicity. And you can just say poop. You can just give us poop, one star and poop. poop. And one thing, um, I might need, we, well, let me just say this. If you have a humans being human story that you think would be good for the show and you kind of have a general idea of just a funny story, email us and give us sort of the bullet points of the story. And, and if you have a Skype username, we, we would love to try to work you in uh, on the show. Just any of our listeners that have uh, funny stories because uh, we're always out there trying to, to engage our listeners and to also uh, get some funny stories. So we're opening And up. let's be honest, all of our friends have run out of funny stories. Yeah. <laughs> so, or ones that we can tell that aren't just completely yeah, oh, disgusting. Uh, yeah, that's true. The ones we can tell. Yeah. So please, um, uh, we are opening up the Humans Being Human segment to the general public. So if you have one, email us at simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com. So. All right, Rick, that's going to do it for this edition of the Simply Human Podcast. And remember, well, I don't know if Jeff has a boner, but I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, enjoy yourself. <laughs>